I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take it. You gotta, take it. You gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. Gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Are you, are you, there it is. Never mind. Hi. Hi. Um, sexually speaking, here with Nina at Real Talk with Nina on all your favorite mediums. Yeah. So today we will yeah. talk start. about makeup and breakup sex. Mm-hmm. Wait, there was another. There was another one that I was going to add in there, but Did now you text I can't. Me? No. Oh. Um, we'll figure it out as we go. Okay. But makeup and breakup sex is something that happens a lot, I feel like, but, but never is talked about because one, a lot of times you don't want your friends to know that you had breakup sex if you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am remembering now that the other subject had something to do with like other feelings leading to arousal, that being like grief or um, excitement, which obviously it makes sense why excitement would, but Oh, Oh, it was like the, the feeling or the obligation that couples have to have sex on holidays and special occasions. Like, why is that a thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I get that a lot where people will say something like um, that they didn't have sex on their wedding night and they're like so afraid that it means something. And I was like, I've actually been married with my husband for uh, probably like close to 16 years and we did not have sex on our wedding night. I was exhausted. I had like 55 panic attacks throughout the day and I had 8,000 bobby pins in my hair and I was exhausted. <laughs> That's what the honeymoon is for. So I was just, I think there's definitely like most things in life, unfortunately. There are ridiculous um, expectations that aren't necessarily like accurate at all. Yeah, we almost didn't have sex on my wedding night. And then you made sure that was not the case. <laughs> yeah, I probably forced more than I should have. I don't know if I did. I, I, I think we both felt obligated. Yeah, and that sucks because then, like, how is sex fun when you're like, uh, it's like when people tell me that they plan their sex when they're trying to get pregnant and then they get upset that it's like so boring. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> have, sex, have sex when you want to have sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, that plays into, I, I'm, I guess I'm looking at the flip side is that why do you feel obligated at these other times that that's what you need to do? Like why? Because it's a birthday. Like I, I understand the wedding night one much more than all the other ones. Like if you don't want to have sex any other day, like why, 
just because it's a holiday or a birthday or a special right. event is that when you decide you're going to have sex. Well, and I think honestly, as far as the whole wedding night is concerned, the, that all stems from a virginity thing. That's like a cultural, religious bullshit thing where you're not supposed to have sex before you're married. So when you're married, that's when you consummate the relationship. Which yeah, but I think there is something to be said about having sex for the first time married. Well, sure, but that's not reality for a lot of people. What do you mean? That they're having sex for the first time when they're married? No, I'm saying the first time married. I'm oh, saying oh, oh, oh. that now that you're married, it's the first time you're having sex with oh. each other with rings on your finger. I, I felt like that's the way I looked at it. But I mean, did you think it was going to feel different than it did an hour prior? No, but it's like I said. I don't look at it as a virginity thing because in the grand scheme, if we're being honest, that's not a big thing anymore as much as just this is the first time we're having first. This is the first time we're doing this married. Right, right, right. I get that. I get that. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if his hand looks different with a ring on it. Like, if what? I wonder if his hand looks different with a ring on it. I mean, maybe it's hotter. I don't know. Yeah. You, got, you do have that hand <laughs> thing. Look how white my teeth look in. You are so handsome. I'm glowing. You are. You are a stud to, with those white teeth. I need to get this lighting to follow me around. I think this Where light following me around would be like Beyonce's. Does Beyonce have a fan following her around all the time? Oh, <laughs> I have a fan out in the background, but for some reason, I don't look like Beyonce. Weird. Um, well, when I stand in front of a fan, I look like Beyonce. That's true. You probably do. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. So I feel like we're going to have totally different perspectives because um, I could definitely contribute a lot, like more so to maybe the makeup sex. But breakup sex, do you mean like after you break up with somebody and then you have sex with them? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, there's two sides of that, right? There's the there's the after you break up with someone, you have sex with them one more time. Okay. And there's after you break up with someone, having sex with them multiple times. Like you keep hooking up with, mm. with, and and that wasn't my original thought when I brought up this subject, but that is something to discuss. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to think we're like I'm, I'm a really good girl, <laughs> so. If I wasn't dating you for a long time, you were not getting anything from me. So after, uh, yeah, absolutely not. If I was, yeah. I told you this. Like I <laughs> you hear that all the time, but mm. I can promise you. Uh, and it, I think it also depends on the situation. What type of sex did you have when you were with that person? Because a, a good lover, for lack of better words, a good lover is good. Just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean that, you know, you don't really enjoy sex with that person. Right. And I think... And we're going to um, talk about why you would after the fact. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. So you go first because I can actually wrap my head around Even though it wasn't something that I really did, I can wrap my head around it. And I think there's one time where something happened post-breakup. And it was pretty hot. And I think I know why. So you go first. Okay. You know, one thing that 
Oh, never mind. Never mind. What? I was gonna say I I actually didn't have post breakup sex with my ex wife, but I did once. Wish it would have happened more, but only happened once. <laughs> because it was so good. I mean, we were always good at sexual stuff. Right. I I wouldn't date someone that I didn't have good like that's a prerequisite or a requirement for me to be in a yeah. relationship. Like I'm not gonna fake it. And act like that's not that's very important to me. Yeah. So because a lot yeah. of people don't. A lot a lot of people you just settle. Yeah, I'm not yeah. settle. And I'll have business, unfortunately. Whoever's with me is not settling either. Oh, I I never <laughs> I'm just kidding, kind of, not at all. Anyways, you're not break- at all. <laughs> <laughs> Breakup, sex. Okay, my theory on it. Well, it, I've talked about so many different things. Where am I supposed to start? Okay, so tell me why you think sex after you make up, like after an argument, you make up. Tell me why you think after. So we're talking specifically breakup sex or makeup. Specifically makeup right now, and then we'll do breakup. So. Actually, this article I was reading, which is kind of sucks because I, I wonder if my answer would have been different before reading this article, but I'm going to start here. Article I was reading says it's the transfer. What did you say? Wait, that's breakup sex. Um, it's the transfer of it's transfer to arousal state from a different situation. So basically, it's saying in my head, I interpret that as like the chemical balance or change that you have causes arousal because you go from uh, being angry or being whatever you are, however angry you are, I guess, in that case, to now being better through talking or whatever made you make up and that causes arousal. I think it depends on what the reason you were upset with each other because the part that really the phenomena of this is really in my head when someone gets cheated on whenever they forgive them I feel like that's one of the first thing that happens is they end up having sex which in wow. the when the grand scheme is really backwards so so why do you think that that does happen? Why do you think that's... I think that's a possessive thing. That's all to claim your territory and say this is mine. Right. There's that and there's a, a connection too. Almost like... Well, you know, yeah, brings a... Like you had a connection with someone else. That's my connection. I want it right. back. Right. Um, and I think it's more to stay... It, subconsciously staking your flag in the dirt I agree. but I agree. but i think all of those things relate um for that so i take that as the most extreme case of makeup sex right because that's probably if you're just thinking you know more logically non-biased that's probably the most extreme makeup sex right because it's a big betrayal physically and so you're rewarding that betrayal with physical you know satisfaction so i think 
that that being the most extreme, I think every other bit of makeup sex trickles down from that in that though we had a fight and if it's a very intense fight, there was the, the thought, even if it's not really there, but there's the thought that we could have broken up from this, I think is what happens a lot of times. So once again, now that you're back together, quote unquote, in your mind, you're staking your flag again and you're reestablishing, like you said, the connection um, with that person. So that's makeup sex to me. Yeah. Yeah. Finn. Uh, what did you say? Finn. I'm like, I'm done. Oh, Finn? Did I? Yeah. Harsh, I, I said, said Finn. I thought you said Finn. I was like, who? What? <laughs> no, just kidding. Who the hell is Finn around me for? <laughs> Um, so I definitely agree with you. Um, I think, cause you know, I'm going to go deeper psychologically cause I know you already think I'm a freak, so that's fine. But I feel like when, if, if it's, if it's about, if the reason why I was cheating, um, I feel like the sex might even be hotter because you all, there's almost, there's some anger in there and there's some like oh you thought somebody was better than me i'm gonna show you well let's that i can for sure and can we first define it first because i'm saying the phenomena of makeup sex all together right so if you are saying that it's happening because it's hotter i want to make sure we specify that or are you just discussing that it is hotter than other sex like i'm first i'm going into why it happens so i want you to be clear for the listeners that are you saying it's happening because it's hotter? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm You're just talking about it can be hotter. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with your, your idea of why, why makeup sex happens. Um, I think it's those two things are probably the biggest is like to kind of reclaim your, your territory, especially if it's a cheating situation or yeah. just bring back that, that connection almost like closing it's like the other bookends, like you verbally made up, but now let's physically seal the deal kind of a thing. Right. Um, but as far as why makeup, and honestly, it's probably similar to breakup, but with makeup sex, it's probably hot, especially if it's just after a cheating situation, is I feel like there's definitely some lingering um, anger. Sure. And almost like... Um, all right, follow me here. So when you're betrayed, you feel like you don't know the person, right? There's this right. element of like, who are you? Like, I thought I knew you, right? So our sex drive is fueled by unpredictability, novelty, excitement, and variety, which unfortunately is like the complete opposite of what we look for in a long-term relationship. Right. But, so somebody betrays you like that, especially sexually, I feel like you almost, you look at them differently, like they're, like they're new, almost like you're having sex for the first time again. And very similar psychologically to, I think I talked about this on the podcast, how one of the hottest sex moments I've ever had with my husband was before we were married. We were hanging out and at his old house, and I was looking through pictures from his high school, like uh, shoebox or something. 
Right. And I saw a picture of him clearly at a house party, and he had a girl on each leg of his, and he was kissing one of them while the other one was like on his neck or something. And I was like, no, obviously I did not know him during those, <laughs> those times. Right. So I, it was like this, oh my gosh, who is this guy? Like, and it, it wasn't a jealousy thing. It was, uh, for me, just personally, it was very much a primal, like, I think sometimes when we date someone for a while, we put them on a pedestal and we respect them, which is all wonderful. And Can you bring your microphone closer? Yeah. That's better. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just slide it closer? You don't have to get closer to it. There you go. I'm a little bossy today. It's for the people. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. You didn't know. You put them on a pedestal. Yeah. Like when you're in a relationship, you respect them, you put them on a pedestal. And then sometimes, like, that's where, like, the whole Madonna complex comes in, where you're kind of like, oh, I can't really picture do anything, like, dirty with them because they're, like, pure and they're my spouse. Or... And so when you see them in a different light, it's very kind of animalistic. So I just remember that feeling in my stomach that I got when I saw the picture, and I was like, oh, who is this guy? And I remember he wasn't in the room with me because he was taking a shower. And when he got out of the shower and walked back to the bedroom, I was like, He's like, what are you looking at? I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, I found this picture and now I'm really horny. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. It was great. So I think the psychology behind it too is that that fear of losing someone, whether it's from cheating or some other argument, that vulnerability of what if this is the argument that breaks us, right? And then you find out that it didn't it's almost like, oh, I got to hold on tighter. I got to up my game. You know, it's like it's this, it's this kind of primal energy that I think comes out a little bit or a lot of it. Yeah, I think, um, I th yeah, I think makeup sex is, is strictly an instinct to claim what's yours and re or reaffirm right, right. what's yours. Um, whereas I think breakup sex is a total different ideal in my head. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, first and foremost, I don't ever want to break up with you. You don't ever have to worry about that. Okay. Um, well, I just don't want to explain this and it sounds good to you. And all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> me up for two of those. <laughs> Oh, can we continue to talk about breaking up, please? <laughs> we need to talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, breakup sex, however, I think is strictly a comfort and lust. But I don't think you're lusting for that person as much as you're lusting for, like, this feeling. And I think it happens between two people that have good intimacy or had good intimacy in the relationship they just had a bad relationship right right or but because we discussed two different things right once again we discussed doing it one more time which is what an article i was reading was saying can it can it serve as closure right 
which was one thing we can discuss or doing it several times. And so I, I think when I give that answer, it's, it's the answer to why you would do it several times, right? Because it's a comfort level. You don't want to, it actually ends up being the best part, the best way for you and that person to interact at this part at point, because you have good intimacy. You don't have a good relationship. Now you don't have the relationship, the bad part, and you can just have the intimacy and people wonder why they can't, you know, they're like, why am I doing this? I'm being so crazy. It's like, it actually makes more sense than your relationship did. The um, hard part is when- I gotta change my lighting. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause it's like conflicting, it's driving me. You're jealous. You're jealous cause I look good. And I'm back. Hello. Hi. Okay. Okay. Did you miss me? Well, I could see you the whole time, so no. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're saying that it makes more sense, I mean, psychologically, it makes more sense to have great sex after you break it up because you're kind of capitalizing on one part of your relationship that was awesome. Without the part that would get in the way of you having good sex. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that is a little more confusing for everyone involved, people looking from the outside in, in addition to the two that just broke up is when that's not what you have the sex for the breakup sex for. I think when you just do it once or twice and you're almost really as, as little sense as it makes, you use it for closure Mm -hmm. and I have one theory on it, but it doesn't make the most sense to me either. And and so my theory is you do it to just kind of make sure that you can, like you still got it with that person though. You don't really want anything else with them. Almost to the effect almost to the effect of you want to be the one who breaks up with the other person. You don't want them to break up with you. So you kind of, I I don't want to call it the last laugh or whatever, but you, you, you could have had it if you wanted it type thing, but you're the one. But what if you're the one to break up with them? So you don't that need because even when you break up with someone, there's still a psychological piece there that makes you want to makes you want to know that they still want you. Sure. Because for instance, if you go to break up with someone and they're like, "Oh, that's fine," I was kind of thinking the same thing, anyways. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I like you again. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not every situation, but makes total sense, Alex. I don't think that your your thought process is it's hard to understand at all. I think that makes total sense. I, I don't know if that's the case for everybody all the time, but yeah. you're, the way that you describe it psychologically, I mean, absolutely it makes sense. And I, I, someone, you know, it's funny along with that is so a couple of days ago, I was at the gym and uh, there's this young guy that works there single and he's so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> Remember, that's not how my marriage works. He doesn't, bother. He doesn't get bothered with that stuff. Um, 
my marriage with him. Right. Um, so I was doing abs and this kid comes, he's a kid, because to me he's like in his 20s. So he's like, oh, he's like getting ready for that beach body or trying to get that beach body. And I said, the beach is going to get whatever body it gets. You know, like I don't fall for that beach body. Right. Like I, I want to feel good and try to look my, my best 12 months out of the year. I don't give a shit with the beach thing. So I was like, oh, I was like, no, the beach is going to get whatever body it, it gets. And he's like, oh, I forgot you're married. It must be nice. So I said, of course, it's me. So I had to like break down everything psychologically, especially right. as a young guys. I had to like catch them early. And I'm like, what is that? What, is, what do you think? Like, what does that mean? He's like, well, I'm young and single. Like, I have to really care, you know, and you're lucky you could just be like, the beach is going to get whatever body it gets. And I was like, all right, let's, let's rewind here, young chap. Okay. <laughs> I said, I actually believe that we should try harder to look our best when we're married. Um, and I said, it's so much easier for things to be boring and lame when you're married. So to me, it's the opposite. And so I, I schooled him a little bit on that. And I, and then I was thinking to myself, um, I think either he, he said something to allude to it, or I made a joke and I said, besides, if I'm, if no one's, if no marriage is guaranteed to last forever, I better be totally okay with my body so that I feel like I still have it if if my husband were to leave I I don't want to be like oh well I was married for 20 years and I let myself go and now that I'm single I gotta start from scratch so I think that feeling of still having it or still feeling desirable um is really pretty human I think you know yeah. so that you know that need to have sex with someone that you're no longer with, it's still nice to go like, I know I'm not with you, but it's so nice to know that you still want me. Like that's well, hot. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, along those lines, I think that's why, you know, someone from your past comes about and that's why it's so attractive or, or so appealing when they still are really into you. Like yeah. I'm talking about like years later, if they come back and they're like, Oh my God, you're still so beautiful. You'd be like, Oh, thanks. This whole thing. Didn't even see you standing there. <laughs> you were staring at me the whole time. I'm sorry, I forgot your name, sweetheart. What was it? Oh, okay. we we dated. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah, I think that's a. I think it's thing. And also, though, to the point, I don't. I'll reiterate this. I don't think we're saying anything that's too complicated. I don't think any of it is too much of hot takes. For some reason makeup sex not as much because you're still in a relationship but breakup sex gets this really negative stigmatism and i i think girls friends not to stereotype but i think it goes more that way girls friends are like oh my god i can't believe you're doing that um a lot of times more than a guy a guy would be like oh <laughs> how was can it I, can i share with you why i think that is I'm I'm thinking of my own reason. I want you to say it, but I kind of wanted to gather my own thoughts first. Go ahead. Okay, gather your own thoughts. Tell me when you're ready. No, I did. Okay. There's not very much in there, so it doesn't take long. <laughs> it's a lot of space. Well, there's not a distraction. I, when there's one thought, there's only one thought. There's no distraction that's right. going to be time to process. You're a dude, right. Which is also a stereotypical comment right there, by the way. Um, so I actually just posted about this Uh on like Twitter too, which I never post on Twitter, but 
So I had, uh, I believe it's because women are, have been trained, taught, you know, conditioned to believe that because sex is always only for the guy, um, if they give it away, then the guy's getting what he wants and the girl's this victim. Sure. Right? So sure. that's total bullshit. And I actually, I may even still have it. Um, so I had a conversation. Again, I think I might even talk to you about this. I don't know if we were recording or not. But um, not too long ago, I had a, a friend message me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, on Twitter. So I said, women have been taught that casual sex is for men only and that women should feel victimized and taken advantage of if they participate in casual sex. Newsflash, women enjoy casual sex too. Dear social construct, you're outdated by Felicia, right? And I, and I screenshotted <laughs> a conversation. I took out her name. I just wrote her instead. But basically, it was like, Nina, I'm so upset. I met a guy last night and we had sex. And I said, why are you mad? And she said he got what he wanted. I said, was it consensual? You didn't talk yeah. to me about this. I did not? You did. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. So she basically was, I said, were you safe? Yes. Yes. Are you now launching a relationship with him? She's like, no. I said, did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. So I said, so you got what you wanted too, no? And then she was silent. And then she's like, actually, yeah, I did. I said, you know, do you feel me? And she's like, yeah. So I think our initial response is like, we're, we're, we're victims, you know, like, yeah. oh, what do you, well, we're not, we've just been trained to feel that way. And, um, and a woman can easily get the same kind of pleasure, <laughs> ego boost, whatever, from breakup sex, and not want to go back with him either. So I think that that's because women have been trained to think that, you know, when it comes to sex, we're never in control. When well, I actually feel it's the complete sorry. opposite. Didn't mean to cut you off. Women are also sexual predators, manipul manipulative sexual predators. And that sounds really bad. Um, cause it's, I mean, how I'm, I won't go there. <laughs> no, I, I don't think, I don't think you're wrong. I think everybody. Has they are. The comment I was going to make was, it was going to be a little iffy. So I won't go there in right. insensitive, but, um, well, we know you're not insensitive, Alex, uh, but you speak the truth, even though it, I, I think your truth can be uncomfortable for some people because it forces them to think about something that they're uncomfortable with. Sure. I don't think I've really ever disagreed with anything that you said, regardless of how against societal, you know, acceptance it might be. I think right. that you say a lot of things people probably wouldn't. Not right. And, and, and in you talking, I, I think I thought of a way to say it. I was going to say women are also sexual predators, manipulative sexual predators. But then the comment I was going to make was, but I guess how much harm is caused when your, you know, your weapon of choice is sex. The reason I think what I thought of to add to that is because they're not doing it by physical force. It's, uh, it's different than if you would rape someone or something like that. Um, what I was, the reason I was bringing it up was because to, to the training that you say women have, the training men have is that um, if a girl takes, advantage of you to have sex that's 
a win for you. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of girls that do the same thing that guys do and mm-hmm. for their own pleasure or anything like that. And they, they don't, it's not ever thought of that way because a guy's not supposed to be the one who, or a girl's not supposed to be the one to your point who, who wants it like that, who just wants sex. Right. Or anything like that. Um, but yes, I, I agree with, with what you're saying. It's, it's all a societal mm-hmm. thought that is, is put in you that this is bad when breakup sex is no different or after breakup sex is no different than sex you had before you were in the relationship. It's just, mm-hmm. not, you know, if you like it. With yeah. that. Right. Um, right. So there's that. But I do agree. I absolutely think that girlfriends have probably a lot more to say about it because we're all conditioned to play the victim um, without really considering how we actually feel about it. You know, we like that the girl that I was speaking to, her initial thing was, he got what he wanted. I'm so pissed. We had sex. He got what he wanted. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. like, did he, was there rape? Was, did you want a relationship? And he thought, and he told you he was going to date you afterwards. Like what happened to make you feel like a victim is really what my question was. And when she kind of broke it down, she was like, shit, yeah, no, I don't want a relationship. I didn't expect one. I just met him that night. But it's like we automatically go, we shouldn't have done that. So therefore let's, let's feel bad and take advantage of instead of, I went, I went to a party. This guy was hot. We were drinking. We were horny. We had sex. It was consensual. We were safe. Win. But women are not trained to be okay with that when it's so, it's so okay. Yeah. So then that led to my thoughts of other types of sex, right? So you, you have makeup sex, breakup sex, you know, have you seen the movie Wedding Crashers? And I'm scared. I, of I have. <laughs> you remember it? Ish. So a part that is, is a huge spoof in it, but it has some truth to it, is they start, um, Owen Wilson starts crashing funerals with Will Ferrell. Do you remember that? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And the girls insane. are like really sad and vulnerable and stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... That leads to the conversation of, of that specifically, you know, how grief can cause arousal. And maybe that's, maybe you're just using, I didn't think about this before, but maybe you're using sex like a drug, right? You want to do something you like that makes you feel better. So you don't think about the bad, but this is what led to, you know, sex on between couples. Like we're only having sex on a holiday, like Maybe the same thing. Now that I think about it, it's almost like you're doing a drug on that holiday to feel better or for connection or whatever. Maybe the connection is the drug. What are your thoughts along that talk track? You mean like how people feel like they have to have sex because it's Valentine's Day or it's Father's Day or, well, I mean, not with your father, but like if your husband is a dad. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> God, um, yeah. So I guess I, I said two things there. I said, you know, sex per change of emotions, like a funeral, grieving, something like that. And then sex because it's a, an event and you started to go down that route. So go ahead. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll do the, we'll do the second one first. Now we'll go back to the transference of emotions. Cause the, the article that I sent you about whatever it was, makeup sex talked about that, talked yeah. about, the, you know, so, um, and, and the one I, 
pulled up. I wonder if I pulled up the same one just on accident. I sent did you get the text that I sent you before yeah. it went on? Yeah. Um while you're talking, I'm gonna look up and see if it's the same. Okay. Go ahead. Oh no, it's um, so uh what was it again? <laughs> the the of no no no. The no, holiday. No. The holiday, the holiday, the holiday. Again, I think we said at the beginning, I think it is literally the same reason why I cannot stand like Valentine's Day. It's, it's like single people, a lot of them, really enjoy being single. Right? Even though society makes them feel like they're not supposed to enjoy being single, which whatever. But right. then it gets to Valentine's Day and all of these memes come out and it's more of like a, an angry, I don't care, I hate. You know, like it's like this almost this angering energy if you're single on Valentine's Day, or what are you gonna do to show the person you love on Valentine's Day? It's a Hallmark holiday. It's just for money. So right. to feel like, oh, we have to have sex on Valentine's Day. Uh, it's it's a societal, cultural pressure thing. Now it's different. It's not to say like my husband's 40th birthday is coming up soon. I truly might be like. I want to give him an awesome gift of sex. You know, that's one thing. I don't feel obligated to. Right. It's not something that I feel he's expecting. But to me, I want to make the birthday as awesome for him as possible. Sure. You know, and sex typically makes people feel really good. But I do not. Uh, I have absolutely felt in the past pressure to have sex on certain holidays. And like I let, like I let my partner down if I didn't I have and I hate that it doesn't make any sense so then again as we break it down even more there, there's a difference between that right and I think in my head when I discuss this topic I'm thinking about people who don't really have sex that often who have sex on this instance because of the instance I, I'm not thinking oh. of someone who has sex regularly all the time yeah and then also feels pressured to have sex on that because I think you, you, you should feel pressured to have sex on that instant. If we're, if, I mean, if we're being honest, I'm thinking, do I really think that? Yeah, yeah I do. Wait, you, you, think I, you think I should feel pressured to have sex I on think his you birthday? Should. On, on what? On his birthday? Yeah, for sure. Do, okay. <laughs> do you feel like you deserve flowers on? I on, hate flowers. Okay, but you know what I mean, though. I know what you mean. Most women. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you think you should send your mother flowers on on Mother's Day? I think you should acknowledge Mother's Day. Yeah. I think what we're also getting tangled here is that birthday because birthday is different than like july 4th right <laughs> like i do think you should have sex on your birthday i don't know why i think that uh, maybe i'm drinking the kool-aid but i do think <laughs> you sex on your birthday but i think because that's a personal celebration so if if sex is something that you want you want for your birthday <laughs> yeah that's a good point if that's something i want for my birthday and i do <laughs> um then when is your birthday so i can prepare if we don't want to have sex with each other like if we're, and we're not that concerned about it like i i don't get why 
you decide that's when we just have to have sex that day. You, that's a good distinction you made. Unless you don't have, like one person doesn't want to have sex and the other person does and it's their birthday, you should probably have sex with them. Right. Uh, well, no, you have sex when you want to have sex, but... Uh, says you. Uh, <laughs> um, but you're right. I think maybe, maybe the holidays are different. I think... I said you sh- Wait, let me be very clear. I said you should. I didn't say you have to, but you should. Okay. <laughs> that's, well, that's, birthday. that's birthday. It's different than what I'm discussing here. Because you're talking about holidays that are not individual holidays for a human. And, and, and that's actually, I'm not even talking about that either, because I can see the allure of having sex on a special day because everyone is celebrating on the day. I'm saying like, you go to a dinner party and you come back and you're like, we should probably have sex, huh? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you probably shouldn't if you don't normally. If right. you do normally and you're feeling special, then go ahead. I just don't get the, we never do this, but we're going to do this now. Yeah, social construct. Like everything else with sexuality. Yeah. Just, oh, like New Year's Eve. I, so New Year's Eve is one of those holidays I hated growing up like in high school and college. I think you should have sex on New Year's Eve too. Well, a lot of people do because they're drinking, but I, I was never, I was never a drinker um, until I had kids. So, so New Year's Eve feels like the sexiest holiday to me. I I never thought about that until you, you said it, but now I think about it, it feels like the sexiest holiday. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. So, what I think it really is depends on the holiday, but I also think, and this is goes together, I feel like, there are certain holidays that I personally feel more sexual energy around. Yeah. Anniversary, birthday, New Year's Eve, July 4th. I was going to just say that. I was going to say I gave a bad example because July 4th feels very sexy to me too, but I think that has to do with it being summer. And yeah, actually, and all those feel sexier to me than Valentine's Day. All of them. Oh, I, yeah, totally. I totally agree with you. Valentine's Day, I think you should get a gift. I think, I think it should be... Go out to dinner. I think we recognize each other, but it doesn't feel sexy. Right. It feels forced, and you, you say that a lot, but it feels forced. It doesn't feel sexy. Right. It feels loving and romantic, but loving and romantic does not always equal passion and lust. No. Actually, oftentimes it does not. Well, how does July 4th get there? Because as, as, while you were saying it, I was like, July 4th actually is pretty fucking sexy. So, I'm gonna, so I'll tell you how I feel about July 4th yeah. and why I think it's sexy. One, it's the summer. Now, I happen to marry a teacher, right? And I, work, right? and I work for myself. So I have the flexibility, even more so over the summer. I'm not stressed about getting the kids to bed early or getting up early the next day or blah. I have kids run free on July 4th. They have neighbors that have their kids. I don't care if they go to bed dirty with grass stains on their pants. Like it's July 4th, nobody cares. So the weather is usually nice. My husband and I don't have to worry about waking up early in the morning. There's usually alcohol involved. Um, I am a night owl on in all aspects of my life, sexually, creatively. I do my best work at night. If I'm writing, it's at night. I am absolutely 100%. I want to say almost 
always, <laughs> not a great research term, but almost always in a mood at night. Almost always. Yeah. Morning, I'm not at all. Uh, I'm not a morning person. Morning takes just that? a different feel. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, like I, I just don't feel my sexiest. And it's like mornings are like, ah, the kids and breakfast and camp. And that. Uh, like, yeah, with kids like in the house. But I still think morning sex is really hot. But anyways. If I was like on vacation and like he rolled over and was like, let's go, I'd be like, okay. But at the house, like it's, it's a kid thing. It's really more of a kid thing than anything else. And like I'd want to brush my teeth and that kind of stuff. I'm kind of neurotic about that. Um, but I, I think. You do it spooning in the morning. What's that? You do it spooning in the morning. Which is a fabulous position for so many reasons. Especially that's that's the go-to morning position for because of a lot of the reasons you said. Get away with it. Mm-hmm. Kids walk in. Right. Just. Right. You're not smelling each other's breath. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's great. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, so July 4th, I feel like the holidays where I'm totally okay and want sex has all to do with how sexual, the kind of sexual energy I feel around the holiday. If it's the season, totally matters. Totally matters. Most people have more sex in the summer. Yeah. That's just statistical, right? So that's why July 4th is is hot for me. Okay. Now we've gotten into something that's really interesting here. <laughs> because Are you going to come visit me for July 4th? <laughs> I'll be in Vegas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I Which is I've also a super sexy place. Right I literally forgot till right now that July 4th is tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. It is tomorrow. Yes, it is. I didn't know that either. I literally forgot. I don't even know if my kids have camp tomorrow. Shit, I should probably check on that. Yeah, didn't know either. So, they don't have camp tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that right now. Probably not. So, tonight will be probably fun because we don't have to get up early in the morning. Yeah. So, with that said, we're going to go a total different route here. So, I want to discuss what each holiday feels like sexually. Oh, because, because I have no, I still, I hear all your points, agree with all your points, but that still doesn't make sense why it feels, it just feel. it's got to be the summer thing. I think it's got to be the summer thing that makes it feel so sexy. Like the clothes you're in and like yeah. they're potentially it's all that. Not- and then, and then I totally agree. I think, I think, uh, tell me if you agree with this. I think. New Year's Eve is the most romantic holiday in my mind, and and uh, no pun intended. July Fourth feels like the hottest, just like passionate, not passionate, more just like lust, mm-hmm. sexy. Sexy would be a better word for it. Whereas New Year's Eve is romantic, right? Um, Valentine's Day. I look at Valentine's Day as like a Mother's Day for your spouse, yeah. right? Like, or your significant other. It's right. it's not sexy. It's just me recognizing you. Mm-hmm. That and day. it's in February, which is like cold at well, where I am. It's like and it's, and there's nothing special about it. Like, it could be a Tuesday, right. and you're not off work. It, nothing gets easier to make that day. Right. Like, you have to work the next day, probably. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. you... To really celebrate it, you're not even celebrating it on Valentine's Day. If you're yeah. in a real relationship, you're not doing something Tuesday, mm-hmm. or you end up the Saturday before, Saturday after, Friday, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so 
so there's that. I think I think Valentine's Day is really a dating holiday. Like when you're married, you don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. You yeah. do it, but you don't yeah, give a shit. About it. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely more like a novel thing for new daters. Oh, it's really only a novel thing, not more of a. It's only a novel yeah, thing. Um, it, it does nothing. It really is the Mother's Day of relationships. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm We're just trashing I hate it. And, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not a fan. I had a girlfriend that like tried to make it a big deal, and it t- turned me off even more. Yeah. How how early on in the relationship were you with her? Um, not early enough to where it should still be that big a deal. <laughs> like I remember yeah, being I, married. I remember being married. I wanted to do more for it because it wasn't as big a deal. Maybe I'm just a rebel, but no, humans are. We all are. Yeah. Okay, so other holidays. I'm you know, like President's Day, Memorial Day, all those. We're gonna not those well, just don't. Memorial Day is another one. So Memorial it's in the summer, but I don't feel like it's sexy. It's because it's during the day. Memorial Day is usually um all right, so try to follow me here. So Memorial Day is one of the if I were to assign a sexual theme to Memorial Day, it would be like day drinking and then like going behind the boathouse at some beach and doing something really quick and then getting back to the crowd. Like sure. that's the equivalent. Wait, right? what's the, Where, it's Memorial Day and what's the other one that's like that? Labor Day. Labor Day. Those feel the same to me. It, well, Labor Day I don't like because it's like right before, like it's like that means the summer ends. Like I'm like depressed in September <laughs> on Labor Day. The kids are about to go back to school. Like I don't, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Not, not a sexy. Things goes without saying that there is no sex on thanksgiving no that is like a fat miserable bloated holiday there for is everyone in addition listen to me everybody and you got to go shopping the next day so you need to rest <laughs> yeah early if yeah. you're having sex on thanksgiving you really need to reevaluate what you're doing <laughs> because you might have a sex addiction <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make that clear you might I want to reevaluate your moral compass if you're having yeah. sex. If you're forcing someone to have sex with you, if you're having sex, <laughs> they're not even conscious. Like they are no, in a food coma. There's not two consenting parties. <laughs> like one person may want to have sex because they're vegan. <laughs> um, but there's no the two, two people do not want to have sex on Thanksgiving. Right, so we've established that Thanksgiving is only a sexual holiday for vegans, and in the United States, because obviously it's just another day. To- <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and same with Christmas. Like, please, it's See, cold. Christmas is a funny one. It's kind of romantic. I'll say maybe yeah, Christmas. Is I will say romantic. this: I don't ever have my so I have my kids up until Christmas Eve. I give them back because. I don't care about holidays, as you can probably tell. And my ex, her whole family, and because my parents are aren't from the United States, they they don't celebrate holidays. They don't care about holidays. Right. So, for in order for them to have the most fun on holidays, my ex has them every holiday, pretty mm-hmm. much, except for Thanksgiving because I love to cook, and that's and right. that's my. And you're holiday. not and you're not vegan. Not vegan. Neither right. are my kids. So, 
every other holiday she can have them if if that's what she wants i'm you know i'm obviously not gonna <laughs> deny them something with me but right. point being up until christmas eve i have my kids and i never have them christmas eve going into christmas morning so there is something there is some connection there if i'm with someone that time that it's such a special holiday and i'm with them doesn't necessarily translate into sex in my mind mm -hmm. but i am saying there's something there yeah i feel like there's christmas again if i were to create a sexual theme for christmas it's like snow falling outside maybe you're naked or in whatever sitting by the fire drinking wine maybe you make love and it's like this Soft, I feel I feel like you're forcing it. I feel like there's no sexual no, thing for Christmas. No, no, I'm I'm saying like that for me there is no sexual thing for Christmas. But if I were because there's kids running around and I gained 37 pounds, it, so it's not sexy for me. But if I were to equate a sexual thing with the vibe of Christmas, yeah, it's definitely more of the. Aww, that's sweet. Yeah, no, I don't I don't see it, and I think because of what you said. That for everyone, it's kids running around. Even if you don't have kids, you're somewhere where there are kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for me. Like, for example, last year, I gave my kids back in the knife. You know, now that I think about it, most years I'm flying on Christmas, on the day of, on Christmas Day. Um, no opening presents with my kids. The, la, last year, I was flying to our family condo in the Dominican Republic. Um, or a lot of times I've flown home on Christmas, I was dating a girl who would have Christmas through New Year's off. So we would take a trip that time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's just not a sexy day. That day mm -hmm. is not sexy to me. Yeah, I think, I think, it, I think there's definitely, Valentine's Day specifically is definitely forced uh, culturally. And, but I do think it's more for like cute dating new folks. But I think all the other holidays, I don't know if it's the holiday itself or the environment that the holiday creates that mm -hmm. would dictate whether or not I feel sexy. Like if there's a lot of food involved and there's a lot of kids running around, I, it is not a sexy holiday. Um, right. But like for Fourth of July, a lot of people have like pool parties or yeah. they're outside on a lake. And to me, that's like hot, that's sexy. Yeah, and I do agree with you that it doesn't feel the same as a Memorial Day type all-day thing. It feels different. Yeah. What's the other thing I was going to say? So taking those holidays and comparing them to milestones in a relationship, that being birthdays, anniversaries, um, what else have, happens in a relationship where you feel like you should have sex? But I, So since you gave a feel to each one of those holidays – birthday feels raunchy because you really in my mind i'm thinking if you're having sex on on one person well you don't have the same birthday hopefully uh, if you're having sex on one person's birthday it should be like whatever they want if that's what you're doing so you feel more like sex on someone's birthday is really sex for that person only well for me I mean, well, we're not go we won't go into me. Yes. Answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. Should be for at least for their enjoyment, if not only for their enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get, I get that. It's like you're, because 
clearly it's not it's not your my birthday so right. it you know obviously if it were between the two of us the majority of the good stuff should happen for the birthday boy right, right. so i get that so you're saying girl. That uh, there's a lot of girls that want sex for their birthday no no, no i'm talking about my husband yeah, in your in your instance yeah not yet um so i mean i've definitely talked to some of my girlfriends that were like oh yeah i had to give you know, Mike, my, or Joe, or whatever, birthday sex last night. And, like, I get it. I was like, ew. Like, what do you mean you had to? Like, that doesn't sound fun at all. Right. <laughs> like, if I'm going to give my husband any kind of sex, I'd like to think that I would enjoy it as yeah. well. But in, in total transparency, I definitely feel like I would need to do more of what he wants on his birthday right yeah yeah that makes sense what thinking about it right now in the same context as these other ones anniversaries don't feel very sexy no feels like valentine's day yeah if anything it's more like um there might be some romance involved depending on what the environment is like like it's not a chaotic day but well, if, you, if you go somewhere like if you're on vacation there's that I feel there's a feeling there, but just an anniversary. Okay. feels like Valentine's Day. It feels forced. Yeah. It feels like you should give a gift and a better gift at that. Yeah. Which I'm not against. Like, I, you know, I want to I, I make you happy with a gift more than I feel like I want to make you happy physically in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the, and even though you didn't bring this up, but you said it in, in, the, in mid-sentence, and it just totally, like, triggered a physiological response. Vacation, vacation sex. Or, Depends on the vacation. Well, right, but I just call it hotel sex. Just period. Oh yeah. Because oh yeah, yeah. I have yet to go to a hotel alone and not be ridiculously horny. Well, first and foremost, don't <laughs> stay in a hotel with me if you're not planning to have sex. I f- I feel like that's sexy to me. I don't know why it feels sexy, especially a nice hotel. A nice hotel. We better be having sex. Public announcement to anyone who listens who thinks there's a possibility that we may have sex. <laughs> if you're in a hotel with me, expect that. <laughs> and, don't, and I don't want to hear people get done with that. Oh, if you're in a hotel with a guy? No. If, if you're an attractive female that knows I want to have sex with you in a hotel, Expect that. <laughs> Expect you to want to. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, first. You don't want to. I just said that I want to. I I'm saying expect that. I expect that. Okay. I just want to be clear that no one has to have sex with you if they stay in a hotel with you, but they should know that you uh, automatically uh, want yes, it. Yes, they do. They <laughs> either not stay in the hotel with me, or they can succumb to the expectation that that's fair actually by me so are you one of those guys that's like if i pay for dinner for you you're gonna come back and we're gonna have sex no if i pay for a hotel for us we're gonna have in a decent hotel i'm not expecting you to have sex with me in a motel eight but i mean if we're at the renaissance or higher three and a half stars on hot water or better we should be having sex for sure all right so- you know what's really hot to me is when you're on a road trip with someone 
and you get to the end of the day because you've been with that person I feel like like there's a connection yeah I feel I feel like I wouldn't be able to resist obviously I'm joking about you have to have sex with me I'm not I'm joking because if I thought you were gonna have sex with me I'm not paying for a hotel um (laughs) but seriously road trips the hotel night at the end of a road trip day I feel a way about that I've never had that You've I've never been, been on a road trip and got to there at the end of the day? Oh. So, so here's the thing. In fact, it's traveling all together. The travel day, <laughs> end of the travel day. It's not just road trip. End of a travel day with somebody. I think traveling with someone is, you learn a lot about someone, but I think that's really hot. I don't, I'm just feeling that now. But. Well, I, I, so we got married. We were together for like, three years four years before we had kids so it really we weren't and and some of that was in grad school so like we didn't have a tremendous amount of just Nina and that time um so now that we have kids as they're getting older it's getting easier um but nowhere near I mean like last year for our for our anniversary uh we asked for instead of like cards and blah 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 blah. we asked both of our families to chip in and help to send us uh to cover some of the costs for us to go to miami Mm -hmm. um and so in the smack middle of august we went to miami for literally two nights and three two really just two nights it was super quick and like so we could it, it was too short but matt works over the summer and he works uh, at a beach over the summer so we had to get back and but any time I have ever stayed at a hotel with Matt, it is like an, in my mind, it is an automatic, like, oh, horny pill. Like, immediately, yeah. I love, first of all, I've loved hotels since I was a kid. But you. Just, I, I hate uh, people that say they can't sleep in hotels. I'm like, so uh, what? What oh is your problem? God. Oh my God, I pump the air conditioning and I love the smell of hotels and the beds. I mean, I'm a We're talking about decent hotels. We're not just saying, talking about staying at any Roach Motel. I've, n- I've never stayed at a Roach Motel, so I don't know. But I'm I've, I've done a lot of traveling, so sometimes you just have to. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I have. But so, yeah, so we're in agreement. Yeah, for sure. Hotel sex is really fun. Yeah, because you... Yeah. right yes so we said anniversary birthday traveling what are other instances that you feel like warrant sex i think um sometimes other people's weddings get me a little worked up other what well that a lot of times you're end up staying in a hotel hotel. yeah 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 that's true here's one what about at your family's house? Because there's like some danger to that. Like maybe your parents' house when you're together or brother or sister. I have I think done it. I have, some danger to it. Yeah, I have done it. Um, but I don't usually feel very sexy because usually if, if a bunch of us are gathered at my family's, it's for a holiday and like we're eating and there's a lot of people and I'm tired and the kids are there. 
but I think is there not something I think a lot of that comes from the connection and more than it's just a, a super sexy feeling as much as you see this person interacting with your family and it, it, if that goes well obviously mm-hmm. I think that reinforces the attraction sometimes yeah 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 that makes sense so like at this point all I could go on is my current marriage you know which we've been together for, for a while so I don't really ever question well, no, it's not a question as much as like it doesn't turn you on that like you know that your family loves him unless they hate yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that oh, wouldn't have happened. There. I don't. But where are you? You trying to get me to say they don't like him? Well, no, I'm just looking for my end because it'll come, it'll and come I will be ready. <laughs> I don't want a motorcycle. <laughs> oh god so well, at least you won't have that to argue about yeah that's right whenever you get tired of it all right i'll come knocking on your door i'll be waiting at the hotel yeah <laughs> on, on july 4th that's right <laughs> All right, I think that's enough. We we didn't did we get to, we didn't get to the there other. Was, there was a second part to that. What was it? Yeah, it was. Um, we went to holidays. Oh, we went to the emotional. Oh, transfer of emotion. Which we did talk about a little bit with the makeup sex. Yeah, but I, the article I was reading said something about like the same. Like when you're angry and you have that chemical stuff going on in your brain. It's similar to what goes on in your head during arousal. So it can absolutely be um, an easy transfer of. So you're saying the actual feeling causes arousal, not the change from one feeling to another. Right. Hmm. So then the grief would be the same way? Um, I'm trying to to look at this article. Grief or joy. Or, which the joy would go into what I said about having arousal um, around your family. If they're like, if you see that, it makes you happy. That this right. Person, I think. Um, maybe it wasn't that one. Yeah. We've got three more minutes. All right. Well, this one just says when couples are, if we're talking about arguing, um, emotions can run high. If we fear losing the relationship, the entire experience can be psychologically threatening. Feelings of threat activate your biologically based attachment system, which serves to keep all your important relationships intact. An activated attachment system motivates you to increase your sense of closeness and security with important others, such as your romantic partner, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, I talked about something about like the <clears throat> the way your brain reacts to that heightened, like when you're angry, it's like this heightened feeling, and then um, it's similar to that heightened feeling when you're aroused. Well, I can see it as just adrenaline. Whenever you have yeah, yeah. adrenaline, yeah, that that does a lot of things. Right. I don't know if that directly relates to arousal, but. Yeah. Well, they say that if you're, uh, one of the things I talk to couples about if they're bored is to do 
something that neither of them have ever done before. It doesn't have to be sexual because what happens is the same chemicals that are released in the brain when you do something new like dopamine and, and all those yummy chemicals are the right. same chemicals that are released when you first start dating someone and you're like rabbits all the time. So whether it's literally taking a cooking class or doing the escape room, something that neither of you have done before, you're seeing each other in a totally different environment and what you're communicating about is totally different because you've, neither of you have ever done this before. So it literally shifts in your head this, everything is new and humans we love we love new stuff so right. I think that you know but the other piece too the article said this too and I agree with it when you see someone angry and you're and you're both angry at each other and there's this um, there's almost an attraction to the level of confidence and independence that the other person has so for example I know for me, if I was in a relationship where every time we started an argument, he would apologize and like, you know, just like wither into a hole and not, that's not attractive to me. You know, I'm not looking for a man to, to be combative, obviously, but seeing a man who can have an intelligent conversation, even when you're arguing, but to be able to, you know, stand up for what you think is right and believe in and kind of, it's okay to get angry. That's attractive to me on a like more of a biological sense, I think. Right. So um, I think similar emotions that happen when you're angry and fired up can absolutely translate to to being sexually excited. But you had mentioned grief, and I think out of the gate we're kind of like, how could you like be mourning someone's death and then you want to have sex? But I think there's a lot involved, and I think you mentioned at the beginning, like. Um, wanting something to make you feel happy almost like a drug yeah 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 well fair thank Good. you you're welcome all right well I, that went a lot of different ways as always it was good bad. but uh no it was great and i appreciate it and you can find nina at real talk with nina on all your favorite mediums until next time thank you Bye. Bye.